Yeah, some teams are just going for full offense and no defense, and then that screeches to a halt when they meet a team that actually plays defense. It just makes notes. Like, Portland's attempted to do that for the last handful of seasons, and it never works. And the Nets now, like... Yeah, fuck the Nets. I'm done with the Nets. I never started with the Nets, so I can be done with the Nets. So, yeah, man, Jay Z's involved. I'm out. <laughs> so, like, with the Nets, the like uh, this year, Joe Harris just became like the top three scorer of all time for the Nets. Yeah, I, well, uh, I, I thought he meant all it. time. I no. thought he meant all time. I was like, what? And I believe it's it. because nobody's stayed with the Nets for long enough that like someone can like well. And when you play with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're gonna have a lot of wide open shots, and he's a good shooter. So yep. that's that's easy money. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with John Hines. Hey there. And Randall Nolary. Hey, folks. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. And uh, it's been a little while since we've sat down to record one here, guys. It's been, yeah. I was just actually looking at the notes. It's been almost exactly a month. Yep. <laughs> it's been four weeks. Sounds about right. Uh, but uh, you're none the wiser if you're listening. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, but since it's been a little while, what have uh, what have you guys been playing? Anything new or more more of the same, perhaps? <laughs> Absolutely more of the same. <laughs> nice. It's what, always uh, more what of have, the same. What have you been up to, uh, John? Uh, I've been playing Genshin Impact to the point where I am almost at max level. Uh huh. <laughs> Which I feel like you were nowhere near the last time I we talked about wasn't. it. You were like, oh, I've only done like one character. I still have not spent a single dollar on this game, but Ooh, I have spent good for you. a lot of my life <laughs> and precious <laughs> time, precious time that I have to left on this earth. Limited time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it. I beat the uh, main or the most, uh, f- the furthest point in the story that they've made so far, and they're they'll be rolling out a new chapter of the story soon, and that will be a whole new area that will unlock a, all new side quests and all entirely new element. And it's nice. I'm going to be at the ver- for the very first time at the forefront of like new content in the game, and that Ooh. that's exciting. I'm I'm yeah, that's, that. that actually sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Like I, at least I've never experienced a game like in the World of Warcraft sense or any game that kind of gets uh, continuously updated like right. that. Like I've never played a game where I've been on on the cutting edge. Yeah, so I'll still be playing Genshin. I'll be talking about the newest sub things that they're introducing like the rhythm game that was the last week or two ago and then now it's a dungeon crawler separate side quest thing that's going on right now nice there's always new content in genshin is the rhythm game like (laughs) a combat element or is that no it's uh, the the nice thing is that it is like just the music that's from the game so like it's just an isolated track and it was on, I was playing with a PS4 controller, and it was using the four face buttons and the D-pad, and you were playing that kind of like a, uh, I don't even, it's it was a concentric rings that would close in on the beat that you okay, had to yeah. press them on those mm-hmm. Kind of like, like elite beat agents kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of yeah, like yeah. that. 
Yeah. What a great yeah. game. What that a great fun. game. I know. A win then the same way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. What, have, what about uh, you, what Randall? You? <laughs> yeah. I have been playing NBA 2K22. Yes. The newest entry Which, from the NBA. I was going to say, we haven't franchise. talked about 22 much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try Just to in save passing. It. <laughs> I try to save it off the cast. Um, it's inevitable. it to the cast. Because uh, that's what I spend my time doing, apparently. Yeah. And if it's um, still got the hooks in you, man, that's saying every something. Year. Not, a, not every game can really, like, suck in like that, you yeah. know? Yeah. And and speaking of being like on the like cutting edge of new updates, this is like one of the first times where I've got like the new system, this Xbox Series X, and then yeah. Yeah. the NBA game. Like as soon as it came out, like I bought it digitally. So yeah. like whereas you know I had two K twenty one also on the Series X, but I didn't have it immediately. I got it for Christmas, and then mm-hmm. like they had already done a bunch of stuff by then. So. Yeah, like new NBA season started in real life, got 2K22 because I'm a big basketball nerd, just yeah. like John. Yeah. So we love our basketball. Um, and yeah, it's it's still real good. Um, I have not played a lot of like the regular mode, I guess, it, or the my GM mode, which is often what I go on and about. I was going to say, that's your, that's your cup. It is. Um, but when you do it enough times, it's, it, yeah, it's, just, it, it's seemingly the same thing again. I haven't even looked this time because I don't need to be sucked into that hole. I have too much else going on. <laughs> um, but so I played the, one of the other modes, um, which is my team, which I have played in the long ago past in like 2K. 18 or 19 on switch i played this my team mode and it's essentially like collect the basketball cards that turn into real players and like so yeah which allows them to go into like the historic players and like so then you can you know get rip hamilton and ben wallace and all these guys you know Mm -hmm get their cards, which then they're on your team. You can make this basically like fantasy team and then face off and daily challenges with said fantasy team. But you have to like apply contract cards. Like they can only play for a certain amount of games unless you get a diamond contract card, which gives like unlimited games. So like there's elements that way, um, which can be insidious. They definitely want to push you towards spending real money to buy packs so you can get okay. more players and more, you know, badge cards or contract cards or shoe cards that have their own mini badges to give you plus two in three point shooting or whatever. So, oh, wow. So yeah. I know how I would play a mode like that, which would uh-huh. be I would oh, like I, I don't know if there's like <laughs> are you able to like level up gold cards to diamond cards or is it all just like randomly pulling like no not really what you can do is like with those badges because there's like badges are basically like those um uh like abilities that a player have like ben wallace has like an intimidator badge around the (laughs) you know in the paint and stuff like that and it's maybe it starts out as a bronze but if you get the silver and gold uh badge cards that you pulled in a pack or got on the auction market then you can upgrade that and make him an even better ben wallace (laughs) um but his like core stats don't necessarily change that's the only way to affect him is like through those badges or you know upgrading a shoe and then putting said shoe on him but the shoes don't even last for an unlimited time necessarily like unless you get a certain type so like there's all kinds of well-engineered things in this um that you have to watch out for it's very like mobile game 
a little gotcha esque in that very, way, but it's also very Genshin esque. Yeah, this. I was yeah, gonna say like, yeah, yeah, but yes. it almost sounds like almost sounds like NBA is like maybe even more. Uh, I don't know, a little bit more guilty of it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in previous years, I think it was even worse than it is now. I think they've got so much blowback that they've Mm. kind of cooled it on some of these modes versus what it was a few years back. Mm. Um, So, like, I had a little bit of a a credit balance, so I did spend, unfortunately, a little bit of real (laughs) extra money. Uh, And because I did do, like, the digital pre-order, I get, like, a promo pack every week. So that kind of like keeps me going too. But like competing daily challenges or, you know, you can go through an all like history domination of like every team's best players on their teams, like face off against the Lakers with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Magic and, you know, Shaq and Kobe, like all on the same team type of thing. So yeah, that aspect seems really fun. Like it's I, very even cool. in like NBA playgrounds, it's fun to like bust yeah. open a pack of like, oh, I got even when you get this a player you already have like, oh, but I got like. Reggie Miller yeah. when he was I get well Reggie Miller was always on the Pacers I guess but like that wasn't a good example but like you know <laughs> I got Garnett. this guy I got Ben Wallace when he was on this team or whatever yeah yep. um it's it's like kind of a fun you know and yeah digging back into the the previous eras is always fun oh yeah that's that's where most of the fun comes for me although it's got all the like the new players too which is fun um like all the new rookies will be mixed in right with those old school guys so yeah, it's and it, of course there's like the daily check-in stuff. It's all the same mm-hmm. business model. It's so well developed at this point and they've got me hooked. So, <laughs> I'll keep that on the back burner for a while. That's it always keeps a version of my attention. I got to get my daily check-in bonus BS, so. Yep. Yeah, now that you got a digital right on that Xbox, which yep. I know you said before it like fires up in an instant. I so. know. With the Xbox stuff, I went all digital, which is just so not me, but it's it's so much easier. I, I every now and then I contemplate it on the on the switch and mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, there's like when I know we're going to talk about Metroid Dread a little later. Mm-hmm. And that's one where I'm like, I can't get that digitally. I got to get the nope. cartridge of that same. game. Same. Um, there's just certain ones. But then like yep. but there are games like eat well. Now I don't wish this because I hate Mario Golf, but like when I first <laughs> bought Mario Golf, I was like, I wish I bought this digitally because I was picturing I was going to be firing it up all of course. the time and playing it nonstop. But um, yeah, like the arcadey multiplayer stuff, I do sometimes wish I went the digital route. Yep. Yep. But, uh, Ease of access. Speaking of not going the digital route at mm-hmm. all, we've been, uh, Randall, you and I have uh, been digging into some retro, yeah. uh, retro Game Boy action, actually. Yeah. Kind of, I can't even remember what inspired this initially. We made a pinky um, pack to play through the Super Mario Land games, and, and it, that expanded from there in scope, which is fun, because I like yeah. to play old game boy games it's been a fun excuse yeah definitely definitely and i think you know what i think it might have been around the time that WarioWare came out i might have said something like oh i want to play the wario land games and then you were like and then yeah we were just like you know why don't we play the super mario land games i've never played two yeah um and i started playing two and then yeah and that's what actually i spent up spent most of my time with uh over the course of you know when we said we're going to talk about these i didn't play all the way through either of them yeah um but i have played all the way through super mario land one uh in the past it was uh one of the games i had growing up on game boy and played a ton of it and really had a hard time with it as a kid like oh yeah that game (laughs) like it's really tough especially like come yeah it's it's got some janky physics but like almost i i have got some i 
I can't really make up my mind because <laughs> two is pretty fucking janky too. Like in a, in a totally different oh, way. We're gonna have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. I, I don't. We'll we'll talk about each game, but we might have to go back and forth a little sure. bit. But yeah, but yeah, with Super Mario Land, especially as a kid, like I, I, Super Mario World was my first game. So yeah. coming from that. Having a Super Nintendo. <laughs> Tough um, to go backwards. To- yeah, playing Super Mario Land <laughs> yeah. was like, what the heck? Like, even I, I think I've on the podcast, I'm sure I've like ripped the original Super Mario Brothers on mm-hmm. the podcast. And like, you know, just how the physics are really heavy and weighty and it's hard to go yeah. back if you're playing Mario World or Super Mario 3. Yeah. So Super Mario Land is like, man, this isn't even like trying to do the same thing. It's like, no. it's really different. Mario looks totally different. Just like yeah. the weight of your jump feels, just, the arc of it, everything is totally yes. different. The run speed. But at yeah. the same time- You're in a submarine and then a- Yeah, which yeah, is like the best like part. little shmup stages. Yep. And, I love uh, those parts. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but like the enemies are really bizarre. Yeah. Um, they make weird so than, noises. Like, they do. Yeah. Like really bizarre, like almost like Pokemon esque, like yeah, monster like fly monsters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't know, Easter I island like, heads. <laughs> yeah, the level, like the worlds, are very bizarre in both games, for yeah. that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, but you can tell, like with uh, with I guess with Super Mario Land One, it really did feel more like they're kind of going more for the Super Mario Brothers oh, kind of yeah. style game, and then Definitely it did feel like that. they're like. With Super Mario Land 2, they're like, okay, we really got to push the limits and, you know, bring... I I don't know if it came out... Did it come out after Super Mario World? I think it did. Because at Game Boy, I know some of those game, later games came out, yeah, in like 98, 99. Yeah, 92 um, for Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. and it, it feels like they had Super Mario World as a reference point. When yeah, with like Land the 2. overworld and everything. And yeah. it just, yeah, just the way everything's kind of laid out. Um, but you know, yeah, with Super Mario Land One, you got like Mario's shrunk down to like this little tiny, yeah, like so bitsy sprite. Like it, <laughs> it doesn't so like, yeah, it's it's very bizarre because like, I, like they almost emulate the 16-bit style on Super Mario Land Two. Again, it's yeah. it's very much like a eight-bit version of it, but it still kind of looks like the Super Mario World sprites. It does. It man, looks nice and in two. Yeah. yeah, but it looks totally different in Super Mario Land. Like it's very much like the just these kind of blobby, really dark, like black <laughs> colors yeah. and stuff. But I don't know. Like at looking back and playing the two now, like I, I really thought I was gonna be like, man, because I, I, I hadn't really played Super Mario Land two six golden coins much. Like I yeah. play, I had dabbled in it just a tiny bit whenever I first bought the cartridge, but. I, I don't know. I, I actually ended up I, I lean towards I still prefer Super Mario Land one pretty heavily over mm. Super Mario Land two. I, I really think like because of the bigger sprites and like the way they kind of like wanted to push for like these bigger levels, I sure. think they ended up feeling kind of more empty and like more kind of mm. I don't know. The jumping just feels kind of like all the levels just feel really sparse, really kind of. I don't know. I just I felt kind of bored <laughs> playing the game the whole time. Wow. Uh, and with Super Mario Land one, I didn't feel that at all. Like like you said, like one minute you're in a submarine playing a <laughs> shmup underwater, shooting at dolphins. Yeah. And the next minute you're like, you know, jumping around in a I don't know, in a UFO or something like it's <laughs> there's some really cool stuff in the game. And I, I really yeah, I didn't have the experience I expected to have with these two. We're also legally obligated to mention the soundtrack to Super Mario Land. 
So yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. So. It, and far superior to two. As yeah. Well, I'll give you I, that. I think I, although it, I do like Two's soundtrack on its own, but yeah, Super Mario Land has absolutely classic tracks. Yeah. Some real, some of my favorite video game tunes of all time. Period. And again, it yeah. is one of my first games. So it's, I have fond yeah. memories, but, and, and John, I know you said free, Super Mario. uh, which one calls it invincibility music. Yeah. Yeah. I know you said, uh, this was one of your first games too, John, right? Super Mario land, the original. Yeah. My first two platformers that I had were Super Mario land and Donkey Kong land two for the game boy you got the, you got the and, best one yeah but yeah. the aren't oh, those are as far apart as you can yes. get like yes. where donkey kong was the still trying to do the pre-rendered 3d yes. sprites but on a game boy <laughs> original game the boy dark doing it pretty darn good though yeah it looks, it's a little yeah, blurry good, yeah but it is so such a dark game and like yeah, yeah that that Donkey Kong platforming is so different from the Mario platforming. Big time. Especially the Mario Land platforming. Big time. Yeah. And and I think at the end of the day, like any kind of platformer that you're kind of, you know, I, again, Mario, I guess, doesn't emphasize speed as much as Sonic does per se. But like any you're kind of at least the way I play a Mario game, I'm holding down the run button all the time, typically running to the right and trying mm-hmm. to basically speed run not for real but i'm essentially trying to just like move as quickly as i can through the levels and like on that small game boy screen i think especially in super mario land 2 i think it really kind of suffers from that like just not being able to see what's coming and like i think that's the big difference between us that's the difference between me and you kevin is i i don't take the levels that quickly i i uh, i take my time with the levels i find all the little secrets i'm jumping around randomly for hidden blocks and shit like that's, I still that's, look for the secrets, but yeah. like I, I'm still sprinting. I'm always holding down the run button at, at all times. I uh, never will let so. that go. Understand. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I, I just kind of like I don't know. I They just felt kind of like repetitive. It felt like a lot of reused. I, I don't know. Something about Mario Land 2 felt like half baked to me. I, I really was kind of bummed out as I was playing it. Like I played about halfway through the game and just kind of was like, yeah, I don't need to play the rest of this game. So what I will say, I know there, there's some nostalgia wrapped up in Super Mario Land 2 for me because it was one of my first games and like another one of my like first gaming memories is like being at a babysitter's with my original Game Boy and Super Mario Land 2 and being like, what the hell do I do next? I never beat Wario at that time, but uh, okay. I liked the game at that. I never had the original Super Mario Land, so I like didn't know what I missed until like way later when I started like actively collecting stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, I should go get this this first one. Um, but yeah, I, I always liked it then. I still like it now, but you know how much of that is just because I've got a lot of the levels still like memorized in the back of my head. I don't know that that might be a big factor. I like the charm of super both super mario land uh one and two um but two in particular i think looks really nice even though it is zoomed in which is like obviously a common problem with uh these game boy games of that era is they zoomed it in for a better graphical effect you know at the detriment of gameplay in theory yeah um but no i i still think it kind of works i think there's like i said some great songs in super mario land two um and yeah some of the levels like there's a space level that I really enjoy. There's some mechanics that you see, like getting bunny ears and stuff that you don't quite get in uh, subsequent Mario games. Both the like all the land games that way, like they didn't just carbon copy 
what the bros games were doing necessarily. They kind of were their own thing, which is the cool. Super Bowl. Yeah. The Super Bowl in the first Mario Land is such like a weird thing. But it's just like bouncing geometrically around the level yeah. until it goes I away. I almost forgot that that's like, yeah, that like it in my head, it's just like, oh, that's the fireball in this game. But yeah, it's like, no, it's totally different. <laughs> it is. And they brought and, that and back even for the fireball in land, which oh, yeah. like was great for some puzzle levels yeah. that people did. Yeah. Because it yeah. can collect coins, too, which is like so mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I don't know. I, I really liked uh I don't know. I re- I really liked playing one again, and and when I when I did play all the way through it, I never beat it as a kid. But when I did play all the way through it a few years back, I was like, I, I don't. I have really enjoyed that game. I thought it was like oddly charming. I don't know. Yeah. Although the 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 jump like angle and stuff had me jumping into pits and getting frustrated yep. like yeah relatively often. Mm. <laughs> but then in land that- two, it happens sometimes too more than I would have expected. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think with land, too, and I, I I might just be having the same experience that you're mentioning, like with the nostalgia for Mario Land one and kind of being like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And I remember these tunes. And oh, yeah. Especially because I didn't play through the whole game. I just kind of like refreshed my memory on it and was like, oh, yeah, I love this game. Or I I remember mm-hmm. all these levels. Um, but yeah, with Mario Land two, I felt like I don't know. I went to like a few different worlds. I do love how all that like the overworld map is amazing. Yeah, like, I love the different zones. It's and then great. like when you go into like the different areas and the it's really fun <laughs> yeah like and it's really fun like all the different like mini games even though they're mostly the same like the grab claw thing after you beat a level like oh, if you I ring the bell at down. the top i get like three yeah, heart lives every single time I yeah like, you just rack them game. up just like in any mario game you're just oh, racking yeah. up free lives like it's oh, nothing man. yeah um but at the end like i did find that like and maybe it was just the levels that i selected because it is pretty open-ended right off the bat it seems like yeah. you can not necessarily go anywhere but i i was able to walk right up to wario's castle and yeah. like see his shadow running around at yeah. the top which was again very reminiscent of super mario world with bowser's castle yeah. area which i get yeah i guess you can see that pretty early in that game too if you um, go the secret route yeah like if you go through one of the pipes yeah oh. um but uh, but yeah, I really I, I don't know. I just thought like some of the levels I picked, like even in different worlds, had like reused the same song and not in like a different way where it's like in the typical Koji Kondo of like, let me remix this in like a cool way or take that same melody. It was like a totally different world, but with the same tune. And it was like that. Yeah, it was that song that's supposed to be kind of spooky sounding and it is spooky sounding, but it's like really sparse. Like there's mm-hmm. like tons of emptiness like where there's just like the, a note or two i like that it, track oh i can't boom, stand that boom, track boom, it was driving boom, me nuts boom, boom. It, it it fits the right tone for sure like it, it hits the note it's going for but i think i was getting frustrated on that particular stage with like those goopy things that you have to jump through where you're like you're kind of swimming but yeah not quite. all the things it, i like uh-huh uh, it's uh, <laughs> I guess yeah. I just I do appreciate that it's it feels like you said very different from the Bros games, and it, yeah. it is like they feel like relics almost. I think was the word I was looking for earlier, but yeah. they, they almost feel like a little relic of like almost like what if what if Mario's in a different universe? <laughs> you know, not yeah. in a Mushroom Kingdom anymore. Yeah, it does. Um, that Wario battle is no joke either. That was the first time I beat him. It was just recently. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see. Now you're making me want to play a little bit more because yeah. I, I, I think I might have just maybe picked some of the the dud levels or the more open ended levels because I was enjoying the charm of the game and, mm-hmm. and the general like. But as soon as I stopped, I just have found myself not 
wanting to boot it up again. Like I played a good chunk for like two sittings and then I just was like, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to play some more Super Mario Land 1. Sure. The big downside that I, I will grant to Land 2 in particular is there's some serious slowdown at moments. <laughs> it's, oh, it chugs okay. at points. <laughs> I was I was lazily playing it on an emulator because I yeah. didn't feel like pulling out my Game Boy and yeah. it was chugging, but I just assumed that it was the emulator nope. or my computer or whatever. But OK, nope, it chugs. <laughs> it definitely chugs. And one definitely does not. That gameplay is yeah. as janky as it feels like the jank is smooth, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, everything happens the way it seems like it should. Yeah. Um, but I'd go with that. But yeah, it's it's kind of a, you know, Mario 2, the U.S. version, obviously on NES has its own version of like Mario in a different universe. But yeah, it's kind of nice to right. see how Mario land in both of these kind of takes things even the fireball you get like a feather cap instead of a yeah instead of a a suit i guess you, you don't really get a cap and uh you could do the twirly the move too to, to crush blocks underneath of you which can do a lot of different stuff yeah that's a that is a nice touch too yeah, yeah. just being able to hold down yeah um and do that spin move definitely yeah. But uh, but Randall, I know uh, not too long ago we knocked uh, John's resolution game mm-hmm. from uh, last year off the list. And nice I still job, I'm cutting mine even closer than uh, both of you guys. But uh, <laughs> I know you uh, you got yours. And I know we teased this a few weeks ago, but yeah, uh, you played uh, some Ori. I did. I, I beat Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which was my resolution game this year. Nice. Yes. And you're just beating all these games like I'm feeling like a chump now. Where well, I'm just like, oh, I just checked this out, played a little bit. Yeah. You're also playing like 10 times the number of games that Randall and I play. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just like sticking, like just like ardently sticking with games at this Mm -hmm. point. And that's why I'm beating them. Like I'm pushing through the irritating moments, you know. Is that a byproduct of being done with school? 100%. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't have that excuse, but stick to itiveness and like just like I'm in the zone where like I I have to feel the need to be productive and I've channeled that at video games in my backlog. Nice. Um, Nice. But Ori and the Will of the Wisps is not a game with irritating parts in it, in my Mm. experience. Nice. Uh, I I think this game is fantastic. Uh, I was also a huge fan fan of uh, Blind Forest. This game will be on my end of year list. I, nice. I will say that much right now. I, I okay, like it dang. that much. Um, dang. Well, I, I think. Where forget? Where did you land on Blind Forest? Was it? What did that have more uh, like frustrating or irritating segments in it? Then, uh, yeah, I guess so because I I did just like straight up stop playing that game at a Same. point. Yeah. Um. For a, for a while, like I I picked it up practically a year later and finished it. Um, because I wanted to play Will of the Wisps, but I wanted to play through Blind Forest first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I will say I'm glad I pushed through because I, I ended up really liking Blind Forest a lot, too. Like that that game has its own merits. But, yeah, it's like it just didn't quite capture me, at least in the, the mind space I was in in 2020 when I fired it up. And we or no, it was probably 2019 maybe even earlier shoot whenever we played it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um, however long ago that was. yeah however long ago that was um but yeah you know it it did it it i don't even know if i'd say irritating parts in blind forest but it just like didn't quite grab me the same way uh, mm-hmm. at first will of the wisps 
grabs me at first, like, and maybe that's just kind of a through line from me getting so familiar with the game engine from Blind Forest um, and, and playing it on, you know, the new Xbox where they've optimized it, where you can do this crazy, like, 6k down sampling it you know 60 frames per second <laughs> like just you know overkill yeah. stuff but it looks mm-hmm. beautiful um and man like probably one of my favorite metroidvanias mm-hmm. that i've played okay <laughs> nice um, what are, what are they bringing new to the table as far like are they throwing like new mechanics into the mix because i would say like i going into ori in the blind forest i was thinking it was going to maybe be a little more narrative-y and mm-hmm. it, it definitely has a narrative element and I haven't beaten Blind Forest, but I feel like it was more just kind of like set in tone and like it was a lot of, you know, wordless segments, you yeah. know, just kind of like set in the mood. But it wasn't really like you definitely felt like you went on a journey, but it wasn't like story heavy per se. So is it like throwing new mechanics into the mix or yeah, is it just I, continuing the story on? I wouldn't say. Yeah, it definitely continues the story on. Um, pretty directly actually. Um, but will of the wisps, very similar storytelling methods, like not necessarily a ton of, there are words, but the words, you know, have meaning at very specific junctures to help tell the story, but most of it's way more vibes and visuals and soundtrack, you know, that that's telling that story. Um, but the new mechanic, couple of new things that really, I think, enhance the experience is combat is so much more engaging in Will of the Wisps. Okay. Way that was definitely one of my, I wouldn't even say gripe because I I enjoy Blind Forest a lot, but I would say that like if I complained about anything, it's like, yeah, combat's kind of like secondary. Right. And it is in in Blind Forest. And and here, you know, you're taking that same extremely fluid platforming control that you have in these Ori games and you're adding a fluid combat control that's fun to do over and over again and gives you a lot of variety in the way that you can do said combat because... So essentially it's it's like this there's this badge system. The skill tree is gone and now there's these essentially like 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 a Paper Mario or something. Like you get these badges individually and then you equip said badges in your badge slots and you can unlock more badge slots over time by completing these like combat shrines that you find in the overworld. All right. Um, okay. So you know, Almost you'll get like these, Hollow Knight a little bit, too, yeah. like where you can like equip a certain number of things. Yeah. Yep. Very similar that way. Um, but it's it's not just weapons. It'd be like, you know, your triple jump is a badge that you'd have to equip, you know, or like okay. uh, uh, one of the main ones that I loved is and I didn't bother looking up the name of it, but it's like this hammer attack that like or he does this fluid like swinging motion and it like knocks the enemies and a lot of times they go up in the air and then if you hit it again they'll like he'll kind of continue his motion and like hit it in a very fluid way and it just it just feels really good almost like a like a fighting game mechanic type of way like they you can tell they spent a lot of time getting the feel of the combat right because they heard the yeah not criticism but you know, that blind forest wasn't really about that. It was more just like exploration and platforming and there's enemies to get out of the way. But, you know, you do your homing attack from your orb or whatever and get rid of yeah, them, which it was, you it could was still do like, here. But okay, I didn't so you do, do that. still have you do still have that orb as or, an or option. That's just one of the badges. OK, exactly. Interesting. I never interesting. used it. So there hmm. they you don't. OK, that's super interesting, because, yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah, it's hard. I, I 
I guess we'll just like I might use the word complaint, but it's not an actual complaint. But yeah, that's like what the complaint I had about Blind Forest is like you're just kind of button mashing. Like as as long as an enemy is like within your radius, Mm -hmm. you can just kind of button mash and like it. Yeah, it was like you said, it's like they're the enemies are almost there just for the puzzle platforming Mm -hmm. sake of like you being able to use their projectiles to dash through. Right. Or Um, themselves to like bounce off of and dash off of right yeah and then if they're like otherwise they're just like in your way and then you have to kill them and that's you don't really need to kill them otherwise they're not really i guess they do kind of they like they'll (laughs) they'll shoot the shit out of you right but uh but yeah i i really i'm really glad to hear this i really am like wanting to play will of the wisps even more now right yeah the energy orbs that you uh get in will of wisps basically act as a currency um, where sometimes you can buy or upgrade said badges that you're collecting too and it's it's not all like hammer attacks like i had a combination of on my three face buttons because they totally changed up like even the way that it like the button layout is different from blind force to make Mm. it more combat focused like okay uh like your three of your four front face buttons uh can be assignable to what you want them to be so on one i had my like long range arrow attack which you can upgrade in different ways either for like short range multiple arrows or like even longer range uh one of them was that hammer attack and like another one is kind of an ability thing that i i don't necessarily want to spoil but there's different abilities you can get to explore other areas um but yeah there's just a lot of like freedom to to kind of tackle this game the way you want there's kind of a main campaign but like a good metroidvania there's lots of secrets and you can go off on you know a couple hour tangent to go find other things or side quests or whatever else and there's like easy ways to to teleport around the world like quality of life stuff like it's uh it's just really good yeah and and back to blind forest too and i i might have to go back and finish that up and i know that uh we mentioned like i really loved how that game just kind of like I went and picked it up like months later and it was able to pick up kind of right where I left off just based on like the menu and like looking up on yeah. like the save screen and like, oh, here's what you were doing. Here's where you are on the map. Did, yeah. did you feel like I know you kind of played this through in one sitting ish, mm-hmm. not in one sitting, but, you know, in one like, kind of quick. It was chunk. my focus game. Yeah. For yeah. Like yeah. a month, basically. Yeah. But did you feel the same kind of, you know, setting on that front? Yeah, I, I'd never felt like, and I've talked before about, like, it's easy for me to get lost in these sort of games, and I, that was never a factor um, in this. Nice. And it, to be fair, it wasn't really that much of a factor in Blind Forest either, comparatively to, to my experience with other Metroidvanias. So, yeah, I, I really, I hold this game in pretty high regard. Nice. Same length, too, roughly-ish? Roughly, yeah. I would say so. Yeah. Nice. Around, yeah, like, I, 10-ish hours or so, I want to say, somewhere in there. The perfect length. Yeah. The perfect length. And it sounds roughly, roughly like the length of at least John's last playthrough of uh, Metroid Dread here, which will just stick in the Ooh, uh, Metroidvania yes, territory. And we actually all have played some of this one. Um, I've probably played the least. I've played, I've, I just beat the first boss earlier today. And I'm nice. not talking, I'm not talking the Emmys. I'm talking like the first actual like boss monster, I guess. Is there a, a quick across. time event in that boss fight? I don't think so. Then he didn't fight the first boss, buddy. What do you mean by a quick time event? <laughs> oh, you would know. You well, would I don't absolute... know necessarily. No, you would know. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't know necessarily because I saw I had I did fight a boss that I had like a sort of cutscene thing happen yeah. one time, but it yeah. did. But I died that time, and then I the the second time when I fought the boss, I did not have that happen, but I beat the boss. Yeah, oh. you don't. Okay, so that's that's actually a, a a side note on Metroid Dread is that you don't need to do those, but they do make the bosses way easier if you do hit those counters. Ah. Um, uh. So that's yeah, just a, yeah. it's it's a a little tip little tip from John here. <laughs> that if, you, if you feel <laughs> like you're stuck know. on a boss in Metroid Dread, practice those counters. The counter yeah. with like your your flip the the arm cannon thing. Yeah, we talking that primarily. That melee. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were talking some of those Ori attacks, that's like exactly what I was it's, thinking. Yes. that we were gonna talk this next is like especially that you can do that like on the run and like we've again we've talked about metroid games ad nauseum on the podcast and especially metroidvanias and i'm kind of probably coming at this from being the least metroid fan out of all of us john probably the biggest metroid fan out of all of us and randall somewhere in the middle is that safe to just kind of blanket statement i think so um but uh, but coming into Dread, I was pretty excited. I never played uh, Samus Returns, but really kind of liked how that game looked like it had a quicker pace to mm-hmm. it. Like I've, I always feel like uh, Samus feels a little sluggish in like Super Metroid and the original Metroid, like just kind of like slow. The jump feels kind of heavy, like there's a real weightiness to those games. And like as soon as I saw the trailer for Dread, I was like, whoa, <laughs> Samus is like zipping around. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it feels that way immediately in this game. Oh, like as yeah. soon as you retake control um, and they do a pretty good job of I know we talked about Metroid Fusion on the podcast recently, too, um, when you played through that, Randall. And yep. again, John's a huge fan of that game. Um but yeah, they do a pretty good job of kind of wrapping up the story, giving you like a quick, okay, get you caught up on whatnot. At first, I was like, these cutscenes are kind of cheesy. But then, like, once they got into like the actual like game cutscenes, it was like, okay, that was more like a, a little prologue kind mm-hmm. of sequence at the very beginning of the game. I actually really liked how those looked, but like, I was like, this is kind of almost, I don't know, it just looked kind of chintzy if that if that was going to be like the whole game's art style, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, right as soon as you take control of Samus, you're like. You are running around really quickly. You get like a slide maneuver like right away. I was like, okay, I already like how this feels, especially the way like your arm cannon is just aiming whatever direction the joystick's pointing. Um, I will say right off the bat, so mad that you can't remap any of the controls. It's uh, just idiotic that any game doesn't have that. Um, fair but mm-hmm. especially for a for a first party nintendo title like I, I right away was like oh i really wish the missiles were on the left and the slide was on the right and i was like ah oh, man i can't change that so it's it's been frustrating that's been, really been my only frustration with the game is having to like get used to the controls where like i could easily set it to controls that would just make sense to me um but i'm having to like think all the time like i hate that the slide and the lock and place button are on the same side of the controller for whatever reason i really like wish they were on opposite sides but anyways um otherwise i've really been enjoying the game so far um and i know john you beat it already of multiple times <laughs> no and not Randall, multiple times. I, just once. i thought you said you beat it multiple times no nope. okay i thought I, maybe we were talking about one of our buddies that <laughs> were going back and trying to like speed run through the game but uh but randall you're you said you're roughly halfway through i think so if, if you yeah. had to guess and and i will say like i i don't have those those uh issues with the controls i i guess like there is absolutely a learning curve and i'm sure john will get into that too but oh john actually warned me as much uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah like 
prepared to see the the game over screen uh, often and oh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. very ooh. often but it is very often so and nice I, with its checkpoints and respawns yes, in a way that it is has not been a typical thing for a metroid series it's yeah true. usually like you die and you go back to the nearest save point save. but yeah they and they built this game around you dying often and failing often. And That's fair. Yeah. So they, they like do. they anticipate that if if you die, like then it would be frustrating for you to make the same trek over and over again. Oh. So there's plenty of spots in the Emmy zones where you die to yeah. an Emmy and you spawn in the last entrance to the Emmy zone. Like yes. right. it's such a great like uh, honestly that was one of the things that cut down on frustration because I was able to like any time that I failed, I was able to go right back into the exact point where I failed. Yeah. Not have to do a bunch of like retreading the same spot being like there, there's actually the most frustrating point is the uh, like, Oh, uh, I guess spoilers and the final boss fight. <laughs> you have to go through like two elevators, like oh. that have nothing in between them. And I'm like, yeah. man, you did Slow this down. so well yep. for the entire game. Why do yep. you have to do it on the final boss that you have to like go through? But like fusion kind of did a similar thing though, that way where I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, I lost that final boss multiple yeah. times. And it was, it was like up the elevator yep. through the rooms. I mean, try again. And that's, that's kind of like, I guess part of, the i don't know charm of it where it's like the for the last boss battle they would place the save point so far away because you had to do the gauntlet of getting through the area and then of course however much health you had by the time you got to the (laughs) boss is what you had so but we don't have that in this one it's just a needlessly long elevator for anyway that's one one time in the entire goddamn game (laughs) but i'm the thing that i love about this game and i Spoilers, I adore this game. Like, I really, nice. really love this. Um, this is giving life to the best parts of the past two Metroid games. Nice. Um, which Other M had some really good combat and then yeah. just really awful other mechanics in it like <laughs> and, the, and the general like kind of story presentation <laughs> yep. it was, was a little fine I, d- I don't <laughs> yeah. think that story was as bad as people like like to rag on it like yeah i think that's that's pe- people on the internet hating things for the sake of hating things but <laughs> um yeah like the like point and click with the uh Wiimote onto the screen to find the in the like adventure game splash screen where you have to find the one object out of place in order to trigger the battle with Ridley is like no this sucks I have no idea that I'm supposed to zoom in on this one broken panel on the wall in this like 180 degree panoramic that I'm yeah anyway uh Mm. they kept the good parts of other M which there wasn't a ton of but there was enough of good ideas in that that they were able to bring those over into like the boss battles with like the counter quick time events which i think are pretty well executed like yeah when you you do have to get used to them but uh it caught me off guard the first one like i i thought it was like a I, like it didn't feel like a 
it didn't feel like I was in control because like you when you said quick time event at first, I was like, well, it wasn't like telling me to input any buttons or anything right. at any specific time. So I was like, it wasn't a quick time event. But at one point I realized I was like, oh, I can like charge my blaster and like yep. blast this thing. <laughs> well, it's like, well, it's kind of like wrangling me around like you're, you're almost yep. like wrestling with it. Yeah. At least on this first boss and like. Yeah, but the second time I, I ended up just like, I was like, oh, I better keep my distance because like I didn't, again, I didn't realize I could shoot it until the one time. And I was like, oh, if I can only get one shot in, I was like, I'm just going to shoot my missiles at this Oh, you can, yeah. you can get way more than one shot in. On yeah, I, I, I realized that like a, f- a few times later, but yeah, it's, it, it's a really cool mechanic and it's very cinematic as, as is yeah. the whole game. I mean, yeah. a lot of like, um, yeah, it's just really fluid, like... It, I don't know. They they've mapped everything out really well. Where like the first time you're going through an area and an Emmy is chasing you, it's like it's almost scripted in the sense like you know they know you're gonna slide through this little vent area and then it'll like switch right to a cutscene of like you coming out of like the little uh, shaft that you slid through. It's a, I don't know. It's just really fluid. I've been really yeah. impressed with like how. And again, I know like they always talk about how games have a tough time running on the Switch or you know, don't look as good on the switch. This game runs like a dream. It does at least so far. And, and the, when you get a game over, it's like pretty quick. Like you're right back into the action. Um, I do, I will say I have a little bit of a gripe with the, how many game overs, at least in the way that they're coming about. Cause like I dying to an Emmy is really get already getting old. And I just started this game. Like in the sense, like it's better. It's not, it's not, (laughs) the it's not the sake of like, I'm not getting sick of it. Like I'm already like getting the timing down of like, like just getting caught by like, it's just the same every time it's, it's kind of, it's kind of frustrating. I I find that to be kind of like, I don't know. I I feel like that's kind of, uh, I would complain. That's a bit of a complaint. Like it'd be cool if every Emmy had kind of their own traits and maybe they do after the first couple, I don't know, but I've eliminated two and they both were the same. They're incentivizing you not to get caught, though. Like, that's Mm -hmm. part of it. It's like it's you're like playing tag with this thing. Practically, like you're just running, scrambling around this. And like, it's sweet because it's a it's a Metroid game. So there's like multiple paths you can take to like run around to get away from it feels awesome. Yeah. Running from them feels awesome. The agility you feel. Oh, yeah. That agility is. Yeah, that's a great word for it. But yeah, especially. I don't even have the morph ball yet, but just having the slide and being able to like slide under certain areas and seeing certain areas that like I know I'm going to be able to get to when I have the morph ball. Oh, yeah. But I I, I don't know. I you guys don't find that kind of like it because it like it almost like you get trapped by an enemy. You get like two chances to kind of like counter their attack. And then if you get a game over, it kind of like freezes before they even like attack you. And it just goes to like a black or red black and red game over screen like it's. It's just kind of repetitive. I don't know. It's it's it doesn't it loses its flavor after a few times. Like I'm I'm already it's already lost its effect on me. The Souls games prepared me for pain, I guess. And I wasn't even that good at those. I just got used to like difficulty and just like, nope, nope, we're taking this. You lost. Try again. Try again. I guess I'm I'm not necessarily complaining (laughs) about the dying aspect of it. I'm I'm complaining about like the presentation of it, like how you like you don't actually die like you like freeze. It doesn't even show the kill. It show like and not that I want to see the bloody kill. Like, yeah, it kind of shows them just like coming up to you and then it just goes like game over. Like, no, this thing goes through your chest, man. (laughs) Yeah, the needle goes through your goes through the helmet. (laughs) It's very, I maybe, I guess I just didn't notice that, but it's very <laughs> anticlimactic to me. Like, it just feels like, oh, okay, do it again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I disagree. It, like, I, I also, like, 
don't I like interact with them in the Emmy zones. Like I, the whole point of it is to avoid them and to like not encounter them. Like you see their position on your mini map so that you know to avoid the areas that yeah. they are. And like spoilers, like they do get different abilities, and each area is tailor okay. made to those different abilities. Nice. No, so I like these so tactics. Made, that's making me happy. That's yeah. Making the, me happy. the tactics that like you use to avoid them are explicitly designed to not work in the next emmy zone so you have to like each time like you're doing different tactics and you have to learn different like it's not really a stealth game it's an avoidance game and yeah it's trying to use all of your abilities and your knowledge of the map and try to plan a way so that you don't interact like because the point is like if an emmy touches you it's almost a guaranteed death yeah so, like, you need to, like, not be close to them at all, and you need to yep. plan your route so that you're not close to them at all. See, yeah. I don't find, I again, I don't I don't find it's almost a guaranteed death. I feel like I have the timing pretty much down where I, oh, I, I still pretty don't. much not going to die <laughs> for at I least don't. 50% of the time. But, but again, that's, that's not, it just, for whatever reason, it just is, like, I guess it's just because it's the same every time. It's It kind of loses its impact or something. But again, maybe they change once you co- encounter different Emmys. Um, also, I didn't. It, I didn't get caught by Emmys that much. So yeah, maybe like, you're I just, didn't. Yeah, maybe you're just a stealthier the, like, player repetitive than I. amount of this. <laughs> yeah, I just find like yeah, I just I I've already found it kind of grating against it. But but again, like you're already mentioning them on the mini map. That's another gripe I have. I don't. I and I have that with every Metroid game and every Metroidvania game. The maps are just terrible in these games. There's what? too much shit. What? There's too much shit on the maps, man. What? The, I, I, I will say that yeah, too the, there are too many icons in this yeah. one. I wish that they had kind of kept like their old, like just here's an item instead of it's, like it's here's the like shaded maps. out version of a missile upgrade versus a yeah, health upgrade. Yeah, that's true. But like yeah, other than cluttered. that, I think it's a really great map. I think it's, it's a, cluttered, but it's better. It is be- more readable, at least in the sense of like knowing like, oh, I've been here. I haven't been here because that's my struggle, especially with Castlevania games, because they'll just be like a little tiny flashing pixel. And you're like, oh, that's a door <laughs> over there. Oh, that like, I don't know those th- this game. I don't know. I, I have found it's a little tough to navigate. Like I do find myself pausing. Like I'll go to the next yeah. room, pause, look at the map, go yeah. to the next room, pause, look at the map. And that's I, again, that's that's what I usually complain about with most Metroidvanias. But because this game has that speed, I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to I just want to keep zipping around. But you know, you can do the D-pad thing, too, though, right? You can bring no. out like a bigger version of the mini map with like left ah, on the D-pad, I think. But okay, it's see? even okay. st- saying that even still, I paused, I would say half the time I needed to look at the map because I'm like, I need a bigger picture than what it's even presenting me with to kind of orient myself in where I'm at. Yeah, but I will say the Emmys have a nice effect of like not like I can't pause and look at the map or even though I, I guess I probably can. It's not going to like not let me pause the game, but like I feel like I can't or it's not going to give me any advantage. Like I just feel like, OK, I got to fucking get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, So I do appreciate that. But what were you about to say, John? No, I was going to say like a thing that simultaneously I thought was great and also incredibly frustrating with the mini map or the map in general was the shaded in areas like So you'll get into an area and it'll only shade in the amount of that room that you've actually gone through. Right. Which is practically, which is immensely helpful for when, like, if you're playing this game without a guide, you will get stuck 
and you're trying to figure uh. out where's the next area because it doesn't follow a linear path. You're kind of going from area to area later on in the game. And it's like, okay, well, I've never been to the, I've been into this room, but I, I basically walked in and then walked out because I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Let me go back there. But my complaint is that the shading is done almost on like a pixel by pixel basis, which is infuriating for someone like me with like compulsive disorder and like (laughs) what needs to shade in every so like Mm -hmm. once i got space jump i'm just going literally to every room and jumping around and filling in the shader no because i'm a fucking (laughs) nightmare person 100 that's amazing it doesn't even factor into the percentage it's just me being it's not it's not a map percentage thing no oh that's awesome I, i get it though i totally get it but I, I, I know I've been kind of griping and I feel bad because I actually was coming into this being like, oh, man, I'm like into a Metroid game. So I I'd feel bad that I've kind of leaned into my gripes so far because I, I will say, like, I'm really excited to boot this up. It's been a long uh, and play some more because it's been a while since I've like booted up, uh, especially like a full fledged, like triple A game, if you will. And like kind of probably since Breath of the Wild, well, I guess Odyssey was after that. But I, I just I haven't dug into a game like this in a while and yeah. then felt the compulsion to like oh, I want to play more. Like, I played the hour earlier knowing that we were going to talk about it tonight and like, oh man, I think I'm going to maybe stay up a little later and uh, play a, play another hour or so because yeah. I was really, like, that boss was like a perfect stopping point of like, yeah. ooh, I beat this boss. I got a little momentum going. Oh, yeah. Um, And I do love, again, like I know I mentioned how cinematic everything is, but especially like when you get like that cannon, that arm cannon upgrade. Oh, yeah. For, like, when it kind of goes in... Almost like I wonder if it maybe was even inspired a little bit by the other M mechanic of like pointing the Wii remote at the screen because it kind of goes into like this like like aim. And at first I was like, are they going to do that for the rest? The first time you get the can, I was like, is the whole rest of the game when I go into this like locked aim mode, am I going to be in this like like super like over the shoulder Gears of War camera mode um but obviously as soon as it like you it powers down i really like that element it's like it's, it, it's got a little more puzzly that, element of like oh you got to find the thing or kill the boss i guess the boss taking down an upgrade, enemy but like it feels incredible it does it is it's it feels very and just like i don't know the 2001 space odyssey kind of vibes of yeah. those emmy creatures like I, I just everything about the look and style of the game it is a little bland looking maybe if for lack of a better term like some of those like electric walls that you climb on like some of the textures or some i don't know it just looks a little like it almost looks like a 3ds game at times if that makes sense but i mean that i think it's the engine it was built on yeah right? yeah for sure yeah returns. and honestly, and it definitely makes me want to play samus returns yeah it's it's kind of making me want to go back because like the reason why i haven't gone back to samus returns is that like a thing that happens in most metroid games for me is that there's always a boss that i dread facing yeah in like every playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah like there true. were there were a couple bosses in Samus returns that I was just like, after I beat them once, I'm like, I don't want to play these again. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but honestly, like after playing dread and like really going through the gauntlet on a lot of bosses, I was like, you know, maybe I, maybe I can go back to Samus returns because Samus returns is this game. Like it is the same engine. It controls basically the same. Like there's a lot of the same power ups and like stuff. It's, like the same like parrying yep combat Ooh. yeah feels the same like i th- like 
there's a, a couple like differences in mobility, but like the template's pretty much exactly the same and it feels great. Nice. And like the only problem is that you're playing on a 3DS and then your hands cramp after a while. <laughs> That's ex- you know what? It, I, I, it was exactly the thought I had as I was playing Dread. I was like, you know what? I need to play Samus Returns. And then I was like thinking about how much I was hammering the shoot button. I was yep. like, man, that would fucking suck. But it's true. I, any uh, game that I have to like really like button mash on a, th- I, I was going to say 3DS, but really any handheld really gets kind of, kind of crampy but especially because you feel like you have to kind of steady that second screen like you don't want it like yep. wiggling oh, around right, or yeah. getting loose so like yeah like on a psp or a vita like i feel like i'd be a little more comfortable like kind of wiggling the whole system around a little right. as i mash but yeah but the other yeah, thing I'm, i will I'm, throw in on metroid dread is also talking to john he was uh prescient about this as well is Oh my God, I'm so glad that I got the Amiibos. And like, <laughs> they, they are so hard to get, but oh. they give you an extra energy tank and an extra oh. like 10 missiles. And oh my God. Like, yeah, that would be super nice to have. <laughs> like, I was still like, I was still like losing to that first boss with an extra health tank, an extra missile. It's a hard boss. Dude, that first yeah. boss, you're talking like the non Emmy, right? Like the first yeah. like, kind of monster boss. Yeah, that you have to like slide up. underneath of and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's pretty much the same, like even in the like later final bosses, like they just keep scaling the damage they do so it's like i know i miss i I got hit once and that's a third of my health i yes i have all these energy tanks but it's pretty much still like three hits and i'm dead like yeah oh baby it's rough it's It's rough stuff it is but it keeps you on your toes like you really have to be engaged and then it it does kind of get to a point where you just like memorizing like attack patterns from bosses and like getting to be as perfect and no hit as possible like yeah and and most of them do still have like the ability to like spawn uh like couple health uh, things and a couple uh uh missile tanks but yeah they spawn them pretty decently actually like even when you're just like shooting them like randomly they'll just spawn them but then like when they go into like the different phases they usually spawn another batch I will say I've only um, seen like two major bosses, but the agility of your control means like the bosses are less bullshitty than I mm-hmm. felt like Metroid bosses typically are, you know, yeah, like because of yeah. my my ability to like really fully control Samus and like do all the different moves in my disposal, like and there's different phases of the boss, so, which there's a little bit of in other games, but not like this. I don't feel like just so, you yeah. wait until you have basically like unlimited movement around the entire room and then (laughs) then some of that uh those boss battles will be like okay cool i have exactly one safe space on this screen and i need to space jump into that and be there for the duration of this beam Uh because even in even in super metroid Uh they don't have a button to like lock you in place do they they have the button to like shoot on an angle but they don't have the like let me stand stationary and then point in any direction i want basically just so that that alone just feels so nice for the bosses because you can like let me just zip around to where i want to be and then just stand still and like fucking fire away with those missiles like it's uh, it's so uh, it feels so good yes uh yeah, it's it, it really does feel nice to be in in control of Samus for for me especially. Like I always feel, ah, uh, it just feels nice. Mm-hmm. New Metroid That's game. Samus returns, baby. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, might have to borrow that copy from you, but I still have to play the Advance Wars that you let me borrow first, So, <laughs> which I've had oh, since man. like the beginning of COVID when you dropped that off. <laughs> yep. I think when you were like, I think, yeah, when you picked up the microphone, I think you were like, oh, you got to borrow Advance Wars. Hey, that and Switch remake's coming out at the beginning of next year. So I know, I was going to say they just pushed it back a little, so. yeah. but that's all right. There's too many games coming out. Uh, I can't yeah. keep, I still haven't popped in WarioWare yet, so. Oh, man. I bought it, I bought it day it came out. I still haven't even popped it in, or Dang. almost day it came out anyways yeah um but yeah i think uh anymore i'm sure we'll talk a little more metroid oh, dread yeah. at some point because yeah i'm i'm definitely gonna hopefully see this one through i'm guessing with randall the tear you're on i'm sure you're I gonna will. see this one through yes um and it's nice to see that i think john you said you beat it in a little under 10 hours so yeah it's nice to see like i in my brain i equate metroidvania to being like 20 30 hours so it's like to me Ooh. it's like I know people were complaining about this game being short, and I'm That's like, all I heard that it was short, and I'm like, yeah. yes, please, please. Eight all to ten Metroids hours are is designed every to be game. beat in under like eight hours, I think. Yeah, eight, yeah. eight to ten feels like the standard for a Metroid series game. Yeah, and for Ori for that matter, too. So, yeah, it's definitely like, like 12 for Ori. Okay, say, but still, yeah. that's that's perfect. Yeah, for for like a game that you're gonna get like lost in the world. Let me go on an adventure with this game, but like, don't yeah. overstay your welcome. Oh, it's it's great. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there this week. Uh, and yeah, as always, you can find us on the internet at pursuingpixels.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Uh, we might even be doing a little Twitch again here and there. I might start doing some streaming. Nice. Uh, I'm going to try to have like a, a little bit more of a weekly schedule, so I might start adding some streaming. But uh, don't forget about the uh, Indie Game Book Club we got going on, too. We've been playing a ton of cool games there. But otherwise, uh, yeah, we're on the Internet, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm turning back into a hockey guy, actually, now that we have mm. the Kraken. I've been uh, okay. Been catching some some games that way, so they're not good, but that's kind of how it's supposed to work when you're a brand new expansion team. Yeah. So yeah, it's been fun. Hockey's a fun game to like. Similar, like very different than basketball in the sense that it's nowhere near as high scoring, but it's very much like back and forth. Yes. In the same way that basketball the is. The flow. Yeah. yeah. They're my it's two a favorite fast paced game. Yeah. 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 And a little less stop and go in hockey. You know, it's mm. like it's just fucking go. There's not a lot of like penalties. And so Although, as far as like compared to fouls and stuff, I'll tell you in, in basketball, basketball, the the rule changes have made there be more flow there as well this year. Mm, that's, so that yeah. sounds great. It's I, awesome. That's like my that's my one main gripe with basketball is like especially at the end of a close game where it's yeah. like time out, time out. <laughs> it's like, man, this like. That's there almost the should be a rule. You should be like, <laughs> you should be penalized really heavily for doing like the hack a shack. Yeah. Uh, routine. Like there yep. should be more than just making that person take a free throw. Right. Uh, I don't know. I, there's just something that should be like, that should really detour a team from like when you pull the goalie in hockey, that's like you're the other team's probably going to score a goal and end the game. But like, yep. maybe you'll get a lucky yeah. break and a risk get the power play going. Yeah. But, it's a little too easy in basketball to yeah. extend the length of a game. Should make like the ability to make the rim bigger or some shit. <laughs> like <laughs> it just starts angling. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh, that's mm-hmm. hilarious.